0: Hello world, this is America's Supermom, and this is a special edition that I call the Corona Chronicles. During this time, we are suffering from a pandemic that is affecting everyone across the world. We are joined with the um, rules and regulations of uh, being shelter in place, which means we are limited with the ability to about our daily business, confined to our homes based on a coronavirus that has been sweeping the entire world. Um, For some people, the effects could be mild. uh, For others, it can be fatal. So we are coming together as um, a community, as uh, a family during this time of difficulty to share what it is like um, in our part of the world, how we are affected and the things that we have in common, what kind of problems that um, are taking place in our industries and in our relationships and finances, and coming together so that we can um, plan for a better tomorrow. As this epidemic or pandemic um, crosses the world, You know, we are waiting for um, relief. We're waiting for the virus to um, die off, and uh, for us to go back to some state of normalcy, whatever that may be, um, after um, things kind of settle down. So what is that gonna look like once the dust settles? You know, how are things gonna be different? So as we go through this um, process, we're coming together as a world to create ideas, strategies, connect in ways that we have never connected before. So that is the purpose of the special podcast that I call the Corona Chronicles, so that we can get some insight and have empathy and compassion on one another create new innovative ideas that can not only improve our life, but our fellow brothers and sisters across the world. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you all for joining me today. I'm really excited about our next guest, Miranda. We actually met uh, via Facebook. So just an organic uh, connection. And I'm really excited to Have her here today. We were able to connect um, before our interview, and we had a lot of things in common just in terms of uh, motherhood, entrepreneurship, and just um, the mind to want to help others and really shed light on uh, different uh, strategies that we can use in order to navigate through some of the ups and downs and adversities that we often encounter on our journey. So at this time, I want to uh, give the floor to Miranda so she can tell us a little bit about herself before we get into the interview.
1: Oh, thank you so much, Lachelle, for having me on. Um, I really do feel privileged and honored to really be um, with you this evening. Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah, my name is Miranda and I am um, a mom of four, not as many children as Lachelle, (laughs) but (laughs) four is still a handful. Yes um, is. And um yeah, um, you know for me I've really um enjoyed motherhood. Um I'm also a businesswoman. I'm the director and of a company called Your Healthy who works with um individuals really about pushing beyond their limits and the mindset that they set themselves and helping them to fulfill their true potential so that is what I have been doing for many years working professionally with children young people and families as well and again just helping people and that's really my passion that I have is to help people and that's really what I've done and still do so yeah
0: yeah that is great so You know, before we get into the interview, uh, I think one of the good segues is to think about (laughs) managing motherhood and a business. Yes. So for many women, they have really, you know, really had a crash course of this with this working from home, the kids learning from home. What tips would you give some of the moms that might feel like even now, a lot of the kids are probably out of school. But just yeah. in general about this time that we recently experienced with this lockdown or quarantine in order for them to be able to move forward in a positive way.
1: I think the biggest thing that I um, I do and I have encouraged many others to do is just to really look at the situation as... Um, The pressure, because there's a lot of pressure that we can place on ourselves because our Mm -hmm. children are not in school, that we are then meant to become school. And -hmm. I think one of the things that I have really looked at is just accepting that you are not a replacement for school. You're not a replacement. Mm -hmm. You are there to help um, the minds of your children while they're there, but you don't have to be school. You don't have to do everything that school did, and you don't Mm -hmm. have to feel pressure of having to plan in the way that schools have it's important that they have an education and that 's not what I'm saying but it's about mm-hmm. finding your way of delivering that and not necessarily thinking you have to replace the system that they were in before I look at this as a fantastic opportunity for parents to spend time bonding with their children and teaching them things they may not have learned at school there's so many life skills that our children need and we don't always have the time because of life mm-hmm teach them valuable lessons that they will need as part of their life skills, even about where they've come from. I mean, even looking at a family tree, some children don't know about their families. Mm -hmm. There's so many things that you can sit and talk your children about, cooking lessons, just giving them just nuggets of life, talking about money, savings, things like that Mm -hmm. that you probably necessarily do in addition to reading and planning routines in that way you know routines are very important in this time that we are in but planning ahead is more so important and so if we're not used to planning ahead then that's when we get caught out. So one of the things that I tend to do is then um, set a weekly schedule for the children, when they're going to be studying. So they're aware of when they're studying and just topics that we're going to be doing for a couple of hours that we'll do for, for um, every day of the week and just do it in small nuggets, maybe 40 minutes that I will spend with them, mm-hmm. either teaching them a subject first and then giving them them work to do afterwards or we we'll are just, you know, discussion time this is how we do homeschooling and they've learned so much in maths, English, science, PE, just learning about the body. You know, there's this little mm-hmm. thing, Hey, can you can develop it? It doesn't have to be a massive plan. Like what, you know, the curriculum that they have at school, it doesn't have to feel. And I think sometimes that's where parents sit. They believe that they have to write a curriculum for their children. Now that they're at, mm-hmm. at home. Mm-hmm. That is so
0: good. That's good. Now. So, um, you mentioned the thing about being a entrepreneur yeah. and helping women. Mm-hmm. So how did you get into that space? What was it that led you on that journey?
1: So um, for me, I um, have always worked with people, not necessarily just women, but I've always had a heart mm-hmm. and a spot for women. And mm-hmm. um, I've seen that as women, we've, we can go through so much in our life and we are, there's an expectation that we always need to stand and we have to deliver mm-hmm. regardless mm-hmm. of what's happening. And for me, I went through a situation in, um, I think it was around 2014, where everyone that knew me as a strong person, I had what I would only call as a, a relapse in life. Like I just stopped functioning Mm. things that I was able to do that I could say, you know, I could do with my eyes closed, they were just easy for me to do, became so difficult and so hard. And functioning Mm. as a parent, functioning as a professional, everything was so challenging. And, you know, I, I had what I could only describe as an experience of what it felt like to be the type of people that I'm used to helping and I'm used to working with and helping them through their situation and it, I felt though like I was now on the other side of that and it was at a time when I was at university as well and I was studying to do my bachelor's degree and I was writing my dissertation mm-hmm. and you know I just went into this place of depression that was so low that I'd never experienced mm-hmm. before and um, it was it was a difficult time very difficult time and one way I looked at I was writing my dissertation but it, I was writing with this cloud that sat over my brain and what I was writing wow. makes sense to me and every time I'd meet with my tutor she would say it's good but you just need to add this or you just need to add that and just those words alone you just needed to felt like she was telling me to do this thing all over again it just felt like mm. was so challenging and you know in that time I learned a lot about what it felt like to function with mental health issues or mm. not function with mental health issues. And um, mm-hmm. it made me look at life from a different perspective and how many women that I had encountered in my life who who I knew had mental health problems, but didn't understand what they were fighting every day. And mm. When I um, went through this for about a couple of years and I came out of there and there was a place where I just had this, um, this word that kept coming to me all the time and it was just endure. And that was almost what I felt as though I was trying to do, just trying to endure every day, every situation mm. I was facing to get to a place of functioning. And, you know, years passed and I was able to build myself more, build confidence, build, um, you know, just building. And in that time, I, I looked at the amount of women that I had crossed who I could see now, We're going through these same issues and it was like, well, Mm. how do I help them to get through? How can I help them to endure their situation? I looked at how much confidence I lost in myself and my ability Mm. to do things and, you know, knowing that there's always purpose inside of us. But how do you get there? when you feel as though you've lost so much in all the, the years that you've been battling, how do you get back on the horse mm. and keep going? How do you go through all these storms that you're going through in your life and still function? So I realized that you know, there's so many people around me in my own network that were broken and began to work with them mm. and help them. And you know, before long, I realized that there was a place for the type of work that I'm doing. There's so many counselling services out there. There's so much different therapies that we can go to. And people that I had been working with had had all of those, but they still were in a place that were broken and not functioning. And I just mm. read working with some people and just saying, you know, this is how I work. And they were able to go back to the beginning of some of their issues and deal with some of their roots and enable to where they are today and I realized that this is my calling this was part of my purpose in working with people
0: Mm -hmm. that is so awesome now so you know you mentioned the whole thing about you know it's it is an experience when you go through depression because I mean it's something you can't describe what do you think looking back was maybe a catalyst for you know that transition taking place. You know because you said the things that you used to be able to do with ease mm. all of a sudden became so challenging. Yeah. What do you think changed to kind of make it that way? Um,
1: I, I had a traumatic event in my life, and that's what triggered it for me. Oh,
0: so okay. it was it, okay. was it was
1: triggered by trauma that then snowballed mm-hmm. into stress that then snowballed mm-hmm. into, um an area an era of depression. And mm-hmm. that was where my trigger came from. And when I think back, I'd gone through more traumatic events in my life previously, which I'd bounced back from. Mm-hmm. I've, al- I've always been known as a resilient and determined person. So many mm-hmm. things that I've been challenged with in my life, but I found that I've just been able to get up and keep going. But for some reason, mm-hmm. this thing, this event that I went through, it took a hold of me. And, you know, sometimes to this day, I can't explain. Why this mm-hmm. impact that it did, mm-hmm. and you know it was you know even I think about my um my my grandmother who was I would a pillar in my life had passed away mm-hmm. probably three years prior mm-hmm. to this, and that was a, mm-hmm. a shock and a blow. But it was weird that I was still able to accept that situation and find a way to come to terms with it. I can mm-hmm. still function in life. but this traumatic event that I went through it just knocked me flat out and I just couldn't find a way to get up. so that's the only trigger that I could look at. Um, I would mm-hmm. go back and look at my life that it was just a traumatic event mm-hmm. that was unexpected as well. It came out of nowhere that mm-hmm. had just literally pulled every pillar that was keeping me up from underneath me.
0: Yeah, you know, and so many people are in that space right now, you know, we, uh, some of us are able to bounce back with this pandemic, you know, but a lot of them are, you know, their jobs are being reorganized, or, you know, family dynamics are changing, uh, for whatever reason, or they've experienced loss of their own family members during this time. So, you know, what would be the first piece of advice you would give somebody who's in that space that they should do to, you know, begin the journey of kind of getting things to a place where they can handle them and not be overwhelmed?
1: I think one of the things that I had to learn to do was accept my situation. And I say Mm that, um, I say that in a way that that is something that's very hard to do. When you're going through mm-hmm. something that, especially something you don't understand or you feel unjustly mm-hmm. done, to accept it is a very hard thing to do. And for me, mm-hmm. not accepting it was what was triggering more and more stresses and was causing mm-hmm. me to overthink and become so overwhelmed with my situation that that was what was making me ill. And there had to come a point mm-hmm. where I had to. I don't have to agree with it, but I had to accept it was happening, that I could then begin to build myself to a place of what's the next step that I'm going to take now. I'm not saying it's right. I'm not saying it's wrong, but what I have to say, it is happening. So acceptance is a key thing when we're going through things in life because we're always trying to find a reason for why things have happened. We're always trying to um, look at you know whether it's fair or not fair and that's what we get caught up on and it can almost form as like a distraction to a point where we get distracted for many years of our life we've started on a journey that's took a detour and we've never been able to get back on the original path that we were trying to go to So, you know, finding ways to just accept that it's happening. You don't agree with it, but it is happening is one of the biggest steps that you can take to being on the road to what do I do now? Now I've accepted that this situation is happening. What's the next step that I can take and that I do have control of? Because that's the other thing is, you know, there's things that are happening that we don't have control of. And that's sometimes also what leads Mm -hmm. to the point of um, being overwhelmed as well and feeling, again, unjustly done, is that, you know, we don't have control over things. So what we have to look at is what do we have control over? Start to Mm -hmm. think about those things. Mm -hmm. You know, in this situation of lockdown and being restricted to our homes, um, many people haven't got a choice. They're having to stay indoors. But it's about what could you look at? In this situation that you can do, you know, um, places you're not allowed to go to, but where can you go? And just trying to have a different perspective on something, you know, fresh air. I can't go to the park, but maybe I can go out in my garden. You know, it's little steps, little changes that might not seem as though they're big things, but they can have a massive impact on your mental well-being and the way that you look at life. Mm -hmm. So it's really just being able to Mm -hmm. accept your situation and focus on the things that you do have control over and look at how you can use those.
0: Mm -hmm. That's so good. Now, um, definitely after experiencing something like this, you know, it changes Mm -hmm. your mindset, your perspective. So what are some things that you do regularly in your routine, um, that kind of help you stay grounded with this mindset? Because, you know, of course this happened some time ago and now we're in 2020 with a major pandemic. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, you're grounded now because of what happened before, but what are some practices that you do to kind of help you?
1: Um, I think one of the biggest things that I do is um, affirmations, is really been finding Mm -hmm. key Um, words that will help me to get up and keep going knowing that every day is a challenge and accepting that things might not go the way that I would like them to go but how am I going to cope with it because it's always been able to look at the response to a situation rather than the situation itself it's always key to look at how you respond to it So that's one of the key things that I really look at is every day that I get up, I'm looking at um, what, what I have control over, what I'm affirming myself with and making sure that I've put a plan in place for my day, but have left room for if that doesn't go to plan, if things don't go the way I plan them to, how do I respond to that? Because we can get caught up them Rather you know time. setting routines and have regimented uh task lists and time zones that we want to do things in but sometimes it doesn't always work the way that we let out you can have the best plan best time management strategy but just sometimes it just doesn't work mm-hmm. it just doesn't work and that's not because you haven't mm-hmm. done your job properly it's just that in this situation it's just one of them days where things are just not going to plan but it's how do you stay on top? Mm-hmm. How do you not get overwhelmed by that situation? And so they're affirmations that I use to help keep me grounded. Um, I'm also a strong believer in, in faith. And I use my faith to, again, to reinstall me, re-energize me and help me to, um, to really keep going. And that's been one of the key foundations in my life. And I know that without my faith, I know I wouldn't be here. That's something I know, point blank. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. That is awesome. Yeah. And I think, you know, just that whole thing of, um. I love the fact that, you know, we have to plan these things. You know, a lot of times, a lot of people, they look to deciding that they want to do something, but, you know, we have to actually create the strategies and ways that we're going to implement this daily in order to keep moving forward towards yeah. achieving those goals. So what type of programs do you offer for you know your coaching or the things that you do when it comes to uh, helping people overcome
1: um, the So there's um quite a few different types of programs that I do, but a lot of the programs are really bespoke to individuals and, you know, I go through consultation mm-hmm. periods with them where I'm talking to them about where they're at that I can devise programs that meet their needs, but the key things that, I, you know, I look at is um Roots, I have a Roots program which is a very popular and, you know, it is it can sometimes be, um, what's the word? Uh, not intrusive, but it's, it's deep. Because there's some places we have to go deeply into in order for us to be able to move forward. So a lot of the programmes are really around, around those key things, which is um, helping people to look at some key areas in their life. And um, be able to build on those and move forward. Hello? Yeah, so those are the key. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, what is the best way for yeah. the audience? Whether it's to also about the obstacles that they think they're facing in their life right now. So that they'd be able to um, see how they can um, uh-huh. t- take, take those obstacles. What could they do to remove those obstacles from in front of them? Um, to being able to look at, you know, just you know, planning and organizing strategies. It can be anything really that people are looking at as a barrier to them moving forward. So, you know, whilst I have um, key programs that I do, many of the programs are bespoke to individuals' needs. And what we tend to find is that when we go through the programs, I have what's called the hidden gems, where they come with what they think is a need, but they discover something else along their way, which is why it's called a journey, an endure journey. Oh.
0: Yeah. That's awesome. Mm Mm-hmm. So now what is the best? So way for um, I'm on to most of the social it?
1: media platforms. So Instagram, um, people can reach me at Instagram at Healthy. I'm also on Facebook by the name of Miranda Jarrett and also on LinkedIn under Miranda Jarrett also. Um, alternatively, good old fashioned email at Healthy at gmail.com. I'm reachable by that too. Okay. And um
0: what are some books or podcasts or things that you would recommend to the audience maybe to kind of get them, you know, focus on the mindset or, you know, ways that they can kind of change their perspective
1: on um, how they think? When I think about books around mindset, there is um, some key things. I mean, there's lots of lots of material that's available right now around mindset itself you know what is mindset you know there's got lots of films that have been put out there that talks about mindset um but one of the key um things that i read was a book by um tg jakes which was called saw that that book was really influential Mm -hmm. because it dealt with exactly that the mind of how people see themselves and what they think is possible and you know it really spoke about um, people who come from backgrounds that may not necessarily be deemed as um, wealthy backgrounds but yet they have so much to offer and so much purpose inside of them and just being able to look at what they have inside their hands that they can use to help build them and help build other people. And it just really just looked at that so high, you know, it's just called so, but it's all about visions and having a um, a future thinking mindset. Okay. Sounds good.
0: Sounds good. Well, we just want to thank you so much for uh, joining us today, Miranda. Your insight has just been wonderful and you know, I definitely can understand, you know, a lot of, um, you know, what people are going through, you know, yeah. been there, done that in my own journey with depression. And those uh, tips and uh, things that you shared with us are just so key to yes. uh, moving us forward in a positive yeah, mindset.
1: Definitely. Especially so, during times thank, like this. Fair, you know thank you I mean? for having me on. You know, I really think uh-huh. that, you know, it is amazing when we can come together and, you know. Put platforms such as these that can enable people to access you know um, information that they probably would not necessarily um, mm-hmm. be able to otherwise get you know because a lot of what we are accustomed to doing requires us to go out and about and do things and in a situation where we're in, we're in right now a lot more people are reading and listening to podcasts such as these to help them you know look at what their next move is going to be so thank you.
0: Yeah. This is so true. And, you know, now I love the fact that we're able to have a dialogue about it, you know, because there's so many, um, people, you know, I just noticed just in dealing with, um, you know, a past like that, when it comes to depression, the more we talk about it, the more people find, man, you know what, I'm not alone in this. You know, even though we kind of had the mindset of thinking that, it was just us. Nobody understood, you know, yep. that the pictures that yep. we paint in our own heads sometimes can be yes. uh, very uh, hard definitely. to overcome, you know. Mm-hmm. So, well, I just want to thank you again. I'm so glad that our paths crossed. And uh, definitely looking forward to, definitely. Definitely be looking forward to
1: that. So thank you so much, Michelle. Okay, you too. Thank you. You are too, so you. Welcome. you have a wonderful day, okay? Bye.
0: What a great interview. I just really appreciate the transparency about being able to accept our situation rather than be in denial, the power that comes from that. You know, that's just such a profound... Um, experience to, you know, just have that, uh, aha moment about that. So, um, so many nuggets that I could say, I appreciate you guys, um, listening and sorry again for some of the technical difficulties, you know, that's just one of the things with technology. Uh, but I hope you were able to gather a lot of the nuggets, uh, that were expressed, uh, even just the insight about, you know having that added element of understanding the people that you serve when you are in their shoes and uh that's profound as well you know there's many times that you know we just don't have a way to connect completely to somebody because you know our experiences are not the same but it's when we have that same experience that helps us really open our minds to seeing things from another perspective. So, um, just a great interview. Um, Just wonderful. If you're interested in being a guest on the podcast, my email is info at lachelleadkins.com. You can also reach out to me through uh, Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, Pinterest, and I have a YouTube channel. I would love to have you on the show so you could share your insight and thoughts. Uh, if something in this podcast resonated with you, it was um, a aha moment that you would like to share with others, please share it. Doesn't cost a thing. It could be a lifeline. One word, one phrase can totally change someone's perspective and set them on a new path. And it's not always those major shifts. It's just the little things that we can kind of tweak that can allow a little bit of light to come in that can uh, really illuminate the situation so much brighter. So I want to thank you all for listening. Have a wonderful day.